You're listening to Turn Zero Lists, a Legion 99 production presented by 6UP Supply. Hello, loyal Legion 99 listeners. Welcome to another episode of Turn Zero Lists brought to you by 6UP Supply. We've cleared out that LVO backlog and are ready to take all of your orders for Force Flasks, tournament support, and more. Visit us at 6upsupply.com to see all of our latest exciting products. And as always, use Legion 99 as a discount code for 10% off. I'm your host, Keegan Evans, and this week I'm joined by Evan Paul, Doc Velo on the Discord. Evan, welcome to the show. Thank you, Keegan. Glad to be here. It's uh, it's great to have you on. Uh, Evan is on to talk about uh, another Adepticon series as, as one of our, our Chicago attendees recently. Um, but before we dive in, uh, Evan, I'd love to hear a little bit about your Legion backstory. I think uh, you, you've been a known name in the community for, for a little bit, but just in case any of our listeners don't know the full story, uh, how'd you get into Legion and, and what's your journey been so far? Yeah, I, I came in with the Clone Wars set, my brother and I. Uh, my brother's oh, nice. name is Pilot Paul, and <laughs> yeah, we, we like to be loud in the Discord, especially me. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, we we always knew that we were looking at Legion from afar, going, mm-hmm. ah, this looks kind of neat. Um, but when General Grievous and Obi-Wan were hitting the table, we knew that we needed to get into it. So uh, nice. we started right basically when that came out and you know went through the five to six month learning process of sure. actually understanding what the rules are. And <laughs> of course, then of course. by the time we did one real life tournament and we were raring to go. Nice. Uh, and then this thing happened um, ah. in, in the spring of 2020 that sort of uh, put things on hold for the whole world for a little bit. And yeah. so I, I would say that I actually, you know, became, went from beginner to you know, whatever stage I'm at now by, <laughs> by playing, by playing TTS. And, nice. yep. uh, even though it is quite different from real life is that it's not so different that you can't translate those skills. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then fast forward to Adepticon is that I'd done a few more locals since then and did pretty well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Adepticon was really my first, uh, con experience. So it was, the pandemic gave me a, a two-year buffer of actually learning how to play this game before I had to go to my first con, totally. uh, which is certainly why I was even able to make day two. Nice, nice. And uh, day two as one of the three Republic lists, I think, that made day two as well. Yeah, uh, so now you'll right. talk to most of us, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm, I think I'm recording with uh, Kyle later this week, so we'll... Okay, we'll talk <laughs> to all of us then. <laughs> That's right. Only only Republic lists on our Adepticon rundown uh, here, <laughs> here at uh, Turn Zero List. Uh, awesome. Uh, when you and your brother bought in, did you did you guys just split a core set and one of you went Obi Wan, one of you went Grievous? Uh, yeah, we we basically went Separatist and I went Republic. So nice. we we got we got two core sets at the suggestion of others, and then mm-hmm. we got the bug. So we just went ahead and got that third because. Awesome. Uh, because uh, my brother is going to be playing six B ones probably for you know, the rest of time. Occasionally, one B two is in there, so I may as well just get the three core sets. Makes sense. Uh, I never, once phase twos came out, I never thought that there would be a day when I would have a list that only had phase ones in it. But mm. a lot has happened since then and now. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. As a, as a <laughs> fairly recent republic player yes yes it has <laughs> um did you guys have a wargaming background beforehand or was legion your entry point we no wargaming just uh just x-wing i guess armada oh, cool. is maybe halfway a war yeah. game because yeah. uh, there is a lot of strategy to it uh, mm-hmm. but that's really it so yeah. when i 
first thought of the concept of taking something that I would have to paint every miniature, I was like, oh my God. Uh, but eventually you just kind of keep banging your head against the wall. You put on the paint too thick. You you take a close-up picture of it. You see some disgusting smudges mm-hmm. and stuff. And then you watch some videos. You get better over time. It's a yeah. it's an interesting experience. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very similar similar journey. X-Wing Armada were my gateway drugs to miniatures yeah. gaming as well. Yeah. Um, and I, I ruined some Imperial Assault minis uh, without ever playing that game uh, to learn to paint off of Sarastra. So awesome! Well, let's uh, let's dive in. We already previewed a little bit that we're going to talk about a Republic list. Um, what what's your normal list building process, and did it change preparing for uh, Adepticon? It did. I would say that when when the latest round of RRG happened, my mm-hmm. normal list building process mostly went out the window because normally <laughs> I like to. Uh, Stick with, like, normally I'm thinking about Republic because this is kind sure. of the faction I've been playing. And sure. my usual bag is going to be to try to uh, get the most uh, get the most activations that matter into mm-hmm. a list mm-hmm. uh, and to try to basically find the combination that worked. And so I got initially I thought that that was actually a Rex and Obi-Wan, which... Uh, turned out that the the Rex Star list were a little bit better. I was a little bit of a hipster when I did my <laughs> second Invader League, and I did an eleven act clone list that nice. uh, did get two rounds into limbs and then got knocked out. Gotcha. Uh, then the most recent Invader League, I I finally just went uh, with the the full sweaty guy list of the the ten acts. Rexstar getting squeezing all of the juice out of it, and uh, that is when I managed to get a top eight and lose. Mm-hmm. Pretty, uh, pretty astoundingly to Snyder, who uh-huh. beat everybody. So that was my excuse: is that yeah. at least I only lost to the champion. Yeah. But so this time around, my strategy did have to change because uh, you couldn't just p- try to pile in good activations anymore because mm-hmm. those activations weren't so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead, the strategy shifted to uh, getting uh, getting the most out of a fewer number of activations, but mm-hmm. by uh, repeating uh, actions with your good activations. And so that mm, basically yeah. either means uh, at this point playing Yoda or Anakin. Uh, mm-hmm. I will say that over over on the Fifth Trooper uh, Discord, we all of us who ever play Gar were on the either play Yoda or play Anakin train fairly early on because we okay. just <laughs> saw that uh, they, that was really the only way to try to squeeze something out of the faction, usually involving Wookiees because that's probably the most uh, broken unit in the faction. And if you want to do well, you try to put broken units into your list. Sure. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, So you started, uh, you sorry, you started with Anakin. Was there a big preference? Was it a points thing? You liked Anakin combination better than Yoda? I, I liked Anakin more than Yoda because uh, of the fact that he always had the, it was two things. And one is that he always has the movement flexibility of having mm-hmm. just sure. a speed to move with jump standard Jedi stuff. Yep. Uh, and the other really important thing with him when it comes to today's meta, where things like Magna guards and spiders are a real big issue mm-hmm. is that I wanted someone who had a, the ability to, uh, start a really big ranged pierce shot with mm. the saber throw fire support. Yep. Uh, and so that's where it's funny that at, at TFT is that three of us, 
went in sort of different directions is that John Bushman uh, took the Yoda Wooks list uh, mm-hmm. to Cantabite and he uh, won, obviously mm-hmm. did great. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Timbo actually did also did an Anakin Wookiees list in LVO. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Orchimedes and I, we both took Anakin Padme to uh, to Adepticon. He ended up taking like the one approach he can do is to have an Overwatchy gun line. Uh, so that your standbys are being taken advantage of at range three. Mm-hmm. So that's where he went, and I just went with kind of the straight-up melee stuff. Uh, and like with all those examples, you're squeezing the juice out of your really good units by getting you often an extra attack out of them. Sure. Uh, and again, with Anakin compared to Yoda, is that it doesn't... Obviously, you have to front layer commands to get that good stuff early on, but mm-hmm. whatever turn you're on is that you can always do that speed two move jump. You can always do that big saber throw if you're against uh, the Magnas or uh, any vehicle that you want to kill. And I just feel like it has a little bit more flexibility than the Yoda list, even though I think that the Yoda list, when it has the decent matchups, tends to uh, hit harder than the Anakin list does. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, so let's hit the list a little bit. You got Anakin, you went with saber throw, obviously for, you talked about the big Pierce uh uh, dice pools, uh, force push is stapled. <laughs> I don't think we need yep. to discuss that. Uh, and you, you went with the endurance route. I think, I think I understand why any, any debate on endurance versus other stuff for you. No, there's no debate. You take okay. endurance with Anakin you just, <laughs> you just do it because if you're in a situation where you get hit with one suppressive weapon and then you're going to get flawed the next turn, or you're taking two shots and mm-hmm. you're going to get flawed the next turn, uh, you, you really want, if your opponent's going for the flaw, you want them to have to commit resources into it. Uh, mm-hmm. And that means that they're not shooting at your other guys. And endurance mm-hmm. effectively uh, usually doubles or one and a half times the amount of resources that they need to put into uh, getting that sweet, sweet flaw card, which often opponents can overvalue anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the the endurance is uh, is halfway bait and halfway it's security. Gotcha. Gotcha. I, uh, I don't know if I agree that there's no debate on it. Uh, any, any historical listeners of our show know that I have a different point of view, but I'm not going to debate you here. Fair <laughs> I, I love the, I love the justification. And I, I, I think it is a, I think it is a very strong, strong point of view. There's a lot of great points in there. Um, uh, I will say for, that I, I did miss the second training on there, which is like the, mm-hmm. he has a blank second training and, sure. uh, there, I think that you know tenacity is obviously a good option. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did, I did wish I had tenacity one time during the tournament when I really wanted to one hit kill a uh, uh, character. Sure. sure. Um, and then, uh, naturally, offensive defensive stance is yeah. is probably the one that I would choose if I had the points for it. But I ended up deciding that a bid was more important than that. Gotcha, gotcha, love it. Uh, naked clone commander makes sense get the direct in there uh yep. and you're not trying to do anything crazy like my current uh, anakin obi-wan list that doesn't work <laughs> uh padme with just vigilance anything else any curious or sorry any consideration for other upgrades on her uh there you could put enviro gear on there mm-hmm. um and uh you could um uh that that's probably the main thing i would think of obviously like seize the initiative is good with her because mm-hmm. it allows her to uh flip that to whoever you want to because sure. of the way that authoritative works but uh yeah um that's uh that's uh vigilance is the one that really makes the most sense because she totally. likes to get yeah. dodges yeah yeah absolutely 
All right, so you got the uh, you got two naked phase twos, and you got the RPS in there. Uh, I'm I'm a big fan of uh, fire supporting Anakin with an RPS, so uh, you don't have to justify it to me. But uh, any, where was your debate between this, the RPS, or other uh, fire support platforms? Uh, it is cheaper, and so that sure. was the main reason of putting that in this list. Uh, plus, uh, it has the impact, so that when you put it together with the impact three mm-hmm. from Anakin, you mm-hmm. have the impact two from RPS, mm-hmm. and uh, then uh, you have a nice impact five Pierce three pool. Yeah, that's and that's just a brutal pool to yeah. pretty much any armor. And, and out the there. dice themselves are are pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there is even the. Outside chance that I I didn't I didn't take this shot in uh, Adepticon. I did. I, I've already taken it once in Invader League, actually, where you can actually have Echo shoot into a range four fire support from the RPS. Yep. And then you have a three red black white uh, with a critical one, a surge to spend, and then lethal. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that that can actually be a surprise when you get an open shot. Yeah, definitely. No, that's a great one. Uh, you mentioned Echo, so you do have a strike team Echo in there. I love that. Uh, I love that he's that that strike team is actually still pretty valid uh, and, and versatile. I've been playing around with that in a couple of my lists as well. It's it's the one that is. It's the one that we have left. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Uh, and then uh, two almost identical uh, Wookies with the bowcaster. Uh, the only difference is recon on one. Is this just because you were you really wanted that five point bid, or what's the? Uh, hey man, I'm I'm sorry. There was recon. Uh, there was no recon on either one. So oh. seven point bed. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I think I say I think I say you my invader list, which did have recon on one. Gotcha. All right. I will uh I'll either just leave this in as we're uh, or edit it out. <laughs> yeah, okay. So we've got a couple of Wookiees, bowcasters, tenacity, offensive push, pretty standard build, and ready to do anything with those those standbys. Yeah. Um, have, so seven point bid gets you a nice I think from what I remember, the average was just under five. So uh, how'd that work out for you in terms of bid planning? I only missed bid once. Uh, It was against a rebel player who was playing a, uh, um, a bus list, Mm -hmm. uh, sort of like Anakin or, or sorry, it was, uh, it was a gin, uh, plus land speeder with R2, uh, very, you know, very objective-oriented rebel list. That was the only one that uh, outbid me. I did tie one CIS list and ended up uh, winning the bid on that. So that that ended up being pretty favorable for me. I was glad I took a seven. Okay, nice, nice. Um, cool. So nine activation, seven point bid. A uh, couple of Wookies to run around. Uh, and Anakin Padme doing shenanigans and fire support fun. Uh, lots of potential fire support sources. Uh, sorry, uh, yeah, sources uh, to leverage that RPS as well. Um, in the command hand, uh, was it pretty much just straight? Excuse me, straight Anakin Padme uh, command cards. Any debate on those? Yeah, I mean, not a ton of debate. Really, the only mm-hmm. debate would be maybe even thinking about going assault instead of diplomatic cover, sure. uh, so that you could extend your order control a little bit. Mm-hmm. I I did end up. Uh, going secret mission Padme one time, I think during the tournament and mm-hmm. it didn't end up mattering anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it was just sort of a security thing. Uh, I think Timbo has said it on TFT before, but you actually don't end up declaring secret mission all that much when you're using most Padme lists. Yeah. Uh, it's more like in your back pocket. If you have a deployment that looks like it's going to be crazy enough to help you out. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I've generally used it to uh, in, in similar ways that I would use Jin's uh, in, uh, infiltration, Jin Pathfire's infiltration to kind of shape the the mindset uh, of the opponent and, and yeah, threaten. So. It definitely helps with that. And if you're on a low scoring objective list, mm-hmm. then it can make your opponent play a little bit more cagey than maybe they want to. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Awesome. Uh, looking at the battle cards, um, what were what are the top cards for, that you want with this list? Uh, unless I'm playing against Yoda, I want hostage. Okay. Uh, I think that Yoda <laughs> lists are the only lists that do hostage better than Anakin Padme does. Uh, Even better than Vader. I, yeah, it's oh, better okay. than Vader. Um, cool. I I think it's better because Vader has he obviously has the trick of having a lot of health and being a, a killing machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Vader's might. Uh, is sort of a one-trick thing, and actually, through using the standbys properly uh, for both Anakin and Padme, uh, mm-hmm. as long as you get all the timing right, is that you can usually basically uh, force three to four moves for your hostage carrier on turn one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, if you really need to get that extra mile of Vader's charging in your way, then you can use Padme's uh, two pip to get a little bit of extra movement at the start. Sure. of the next activation to yeah. basically be at the point where if Vader wants to move in to get that Vader's might off and start uh, hacking at people, then mm-hmm. he would have to get deep into my own lines in order to do that. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now I feel even worse for completely borking that against uh, Snyder at SoCal, but okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. So hostage or uh, payload, unless it's Yoda. What about uh, deployments and conditions for this list? Uh, for deployments, I... Don't usually have a ton of preference. I would say I like okay. Danger Close the most um, oh, because sure. that's the one where I have the most flexibility because the, of the wraparound deployment zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that uh, if my opponent starts deploying in a cagey way, then I can be like, sure, I'll just deploy towards the middle and start holding it. Because the thing about this list is that it is very defensive in nature. It's really good at holding a position. It's a little bit less good at attacking one. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Danger Close, it just kind of gives you the opportunity to start flexing based on what your opponent does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. What about conditions for this one? Uh, conditions, I, I I like limited viz. There's a lot of yeah. shooty lists out there. And as far as melee lists, there's not very many that are going to be able to stand up for this one. So. Yeah. Definitely, even though Echo obviously likes to get his shots in, is that he's fine to hold off as long as it means that Anakin and my Wookiees are safe for a couple turns. Gotcha. Cool. Uh, other side of the coin, which uh, when when you do get red, what what cards are you going to be vetoing as quick as you can? Uh, well, since I would be since I would be red, mm-hmm. uh, I certainly don't like bombing run. Yeah. Um, obviously Anakin and Wookiees in terms of courage value and mobility are going to be able to deliver, but then Mm -hmm. you have your, your three best units as bomb delivery guys. uh, And if you avoid each other, then your opponent's going to win. Yep. Uh, So that's not great. I also don't like intercept very much uh, just because it means that you need to hang out in the middle for longer than I might might want to. And I only have nine activations, but bombing run would certainly be the bad one. Makes sense. Any uh, any strong feelings on deployments or conditions? Uh, deployments, not not really. Uh, mm-hmm. I've, I, Disray is is obviously not super fun. Sure. Um, probably, uh, I would I would hope to be able to just recon Echo into somewhere that's relatively safe, mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, be hidey hidey with him for mm-hmm. most of the game. But mm-hmm. uh, we, the 
this list obviously likes staying together as a gar list after all. And then as far as conditions, hostile environments, uh, kind of rough because, uh, really for Anakin, um, cause you, you want to be able to, uh, to take both those suppressions off. Uh, The endurance will still let you take one off, but you, uh, um, want to be able to take both of them off. Makes sense. All right. Uh, what, uh, when you were getting ready for uh, Adepticon, what kind of lists were you planning? Were you hoping to get paired against with this thing? Uh, hoping for, really hoping for any list that uh, didn't do Jedi things better than me. Sure. Um, <laughs> that that usually that usually is honestly operative Luke. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's it's strange to say because I. I think I shared an opinion with many others that uh, that Anakin was at, at least tied for maybe at least the second weakest Jedi before his errata came in, and then mm-hmm. changing that two pip really changed everything mm-hmm. to the point where you do need to do some build up, but he becomes a really formidable unit once you've gotten uh, once you've got defend one and uh, and. Uh, reliable too. Mm-hmm. Uh, the relentless is even honestly just icing on the cake, uh, mm-hmm. but he's something else. So op Luke is really the Jedi that starts out OP uh, and he can usually kind of do stuff better than you. And it's hard for this list to, uh, to get uh, into him with, you know, cause he has force push and he has serve and he can mess with the Wookiees. Yeah. Uh, so really aside from that, it, sh- it should be able to deal with just about anything. Gotcha. Nice. Uh, so I guess the answer to uh, what list you dread getting paired against is better Jedi. <laughs> the yeah, list. and it's cool. pretty much yeah, pretty yeah. much just Luke. But as far cool. as everything else goes, is that I can it can take care of Magnus because it's got the saber throw fire support. It can mm-hmm. take care of the spiders for the same reason. Uh, the gun lines you can just go in and do Jedi things. So yeah. it's pretty flexible. Cool. All right, you ready to dive into some lightning round? Yeah. All right. What was your best, better, lucky than good moment in Chicago? Uh, it's funny. You always remember the roles that you fail. Uh, but <laughs> We'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that it was... I think that it was two shotting a bus uh, with oh, nice. just like the Wookiees charged into the back and then Anakin charged in and it was gone. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. And even though it's not like an extremely, extremely lucky is that it's just funny to have that bus there and it had two shields, but of course mm-hmm. melee just gets past all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, one second is taken up most of the board and being really annoying. And then the next second it's gone. Uh, and that, that swung that game big time. Nice. Nice. What, uh, what decision or player are you most proud of? I think it was, it was in that same game, mm-hmm. uh, is that that was a game where it was against the rebel player with the with the Jin list? Is that okay. he he actually infiltrated with Jin, and then Anakin did a play to force push her towards me and take a shot at her, mm. uh, and then he he replied to my surprise by uh, actually shooting at Padme before getting back onto the box and. What that led to was the bus charging in and also shooting at her, and she died like at the beginning of turn two. Oh wow! Um, and so I guess it wasn't so much one play so much as shifting my strategy fairly drastically to becoming really, really offensive because Padme died way earlier than yep. 
she's yeah. supposed to, uh, yeah. and uh, was able to flip the script. And even though Jin ran away with her box and R2 was scoring in the corner, is that mm-hmm. I just kind of tore through the entire rest of his list, uh, picked up three boxes myself, and then we were tied three to three, but I killed way more points. Uh, so that was nice. that was probably my good moment is being able to shift strategy mid-game after a uh, an unfortunate loss of Dear Padme. Yeah, that's an important one. And, and uh, that I have absolutely lost games because I did not pick up how fast I needed to get aggressive after losing Padme early. Um, mm-hmm. So that's a, that's a great one. What, uh, what decision or play is going to haunt you though? There was, there was one play when I was in the Elim rounds where I, I could have been, a little bit more conservative with the way that I was moving up Anakin and the Wookiees. It was on a map mm-hmm. with very, very little LOS block and terrain. So I had gotcha. to kind of make do of what I could. Um, and I basically just misjudged a couple angles and uh, allowed Anakin and the Wooks to get shot at least one more time than I wanted them to. And that uh, ended up causing problems to where I, I barely lost that game. But uh, if they had gotten in healthier, then it would have been a way different story is there's little things like that that can mm-hmm. get you yeah totally totally all right uh i think i could figure out what the duck means but what's your uh what's your gamer tag uh discord handle origin story what's the below it's, part it's it's the uh it's it's the very it might be the lamest one that you've heard so far but okay. <laughs> when i was when i was a kid is that i like dinosaurs mm-hmm. and so my spelling nice. name was velociraptor <laughs> uh, and i just kind of kept it and there you go. Fast forward uh, 30 years later, and uh, we got Doc Velo. Love it. Love it. No shame in that. When I was a kid, it, my it was. Sorry. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. Oh, when I was a kid, my AOL screen name was Lunar Colonist because uh, that's what I wanted. Yeah, because you wanted to live on the moon. Yeah, yeah. It makes total sense. Yeah. Uh, also makes sense why I changed it when I went to college. <laughs> uh, so, uh, what was your favorite non Legion memory from the weekend? Uh, just getting, just in general, getting to meet everybody mm-hmm. that I had gotten to know over the discord over the yeah. last couple of years when we were all, you know, just kind of stuck playing from home is that, uh, putting, putting faces to names and having that first con experience. And obviously I had the, I had the, the blessing of being a part of fifth trooper, which means mm-hmm. that you just like get to meet even more of the community. You get to hang out with some people that are really, really good at Legion. uh, And uh, it was just an excellent time. And I want to go to the next con as soon as I can. Awesome. What is the next one for you? Uh, Definitely Nova. Um, I I think that that's probably the next one. Uh, There's some others that I would like to go to, but work's probably going to keep me away. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. I grabbed my Nova ticket uh, as well. So, if, yep. uh, as long as I can pull off turn negative one, uh, I'll look forward to meeting you there. <laughs> yeah, sounds great. All right. And finally, the, uh, the, the, the fan favorite, what famous personality living or dead would you choose to stream every game of Legion you play for the rest of your life? Oh, uh, I think, I think Napoleon, Ooh. uh, because, I, I think that he would he would get really emotional about uh, <laughs> about like how how much I'm screwing up, uh, and and he wouldn't he definitely wouldn't be a boring cast. 
uh, he probably also like, you know, when we're doing setup and everything's boring, he probably has a lot of really good stories to tell. Uh, That's, so, true. That's true. Yeah, I'm going to go with with the Emperor Napoleon. I, I like it. I like it. And I, know, <laughs> and I know that you mean the real Emperor Napoleon, and that is the serious and, and great answer on its own. I am also picturing the Napoleon exclu- explicitly from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, well. <laughs> that, was, that was probably the best portrayal of him on film uh, in history. So Absolutely. certainly that's the one that I picture. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Thank you, Evan, for coming on. Um, tell, us, uh, tell us what you're here to plug and, uh, and, and where folks can find you. Yeah. So the important stuff first, I have a yeah. little website called Treat One, where it's the idea is that it's a sort of a rotating charity uh, where we uh, give out some extra prize support related to Legion. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just, it's all about um, being able to, uh, kind of have some some focused giving uh, for the Legion community. Uh, and uh, right now it's it's very relevant is that we're going to be some doing some uh, donations to UNICEF USA uh, mm-hmm. to provide some relief to Ukrainian refugees because uh, awesome. of all the yeah. horrible things that they're having to go through right now. Uh, yeah. And yeah. then as far as things that uh, will never matter as <laughs> much as that is that uh, I, I write for the Fifth Trooper. Mm-hmm. I... Uh, have written, I think, probably like three articles that have value, and then three that don't. Nice. Uh, but as long as as long as you enjoy the ones that don't have any actual gaming value, then uh, then head on over. Uh, I try to switch them up to do uh, one comedy and then one quote unquote serious one. Uh, gotcha. But I try to just sort of keep it conversational and dynamic as best I can uh, to. To be a a different voice in uh, in Legion writing, and I think it's working okay so far. Awesome, awesome. Well, thanks again for coming, and listeners, uh, be sure to check out both uh, those articles and, of course, over Treat One uh, to help support the uh, uh, that rotating group and, and that UNICEF charity right now. Treat One also a uh, proud sponsor of Invader League season currently going yep, on. That's right. Uh, we're gonna have that. a raffle for a, a, a pilot Luke well, pretty soon. So nice. look out for that. Nice. Awesome. Uh, thank you for coming on. And listeners, if you have a favorite list that you'd love to share with the Legionverse, send me a DM at Metrokin hashtag 9051 and we'll see you next time on Turn Zero Lists. <laughs>